This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. I have two of the the most popular people in Rutherford County. Um, I'll mention the most popular one, Bobby Stewart, <laughs> and then Larry Stewart. Uh, our, you guys are guests about every other week, and I just thoroughly enjoy having you. It's one of the more fun times that I have. And... Uh, Bobby, uh, when we start talking about family and talking about your family, uh, it, it, it gets a little bit energized, doesn't it? Yes, when, it does. when we start talking about everything that's going yeah. on in your yeah. family. Well, I'm just thankful that uh, all of my siblings and me are close. Yeah. And I, I want to congratulate my sister, Jamie. For mm-hmm. the last three weeks, she started a group text. And she connects with all of us Mm -hmm. every night. We tell them about our day. We share scripture. We share devotion. We share people in our family that are hurting emotionally or physically. And we pray for each other. It's nice to connect with all your brothers and sisters. And we've got to a point where our children want in on this group, which makes me feel extra special. Uh, My children, my grandchildren are wanting in this group and I I tried to write down everybody's name and I'm not going to read them I just did this for the count right now we're between 18 and 20 in this group and we connect we tell about our children what they've accomplished and things like that and it's just we laugh it's 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 good to connect now, you uh, also play cards and all that other stuff. Yes, is, we do. For what I can understand. I yes. heard that from somebody else. I'm sure you did. Yeah. yeah. We play, uh, we get together, and it, between two and six of us, we play Crazy Eight. Mm-hmm. We play word games, which sharpens your mind. Find yeah. a word, whoever can find the most words, and things like that. And I'm playing with my granddaughter in Oklahoma, uh-huh. and, you know, it's neat. Is that the one that came here after yes. you start your yes. foot, your ankle? And uh, it's neat to stay connected yeah. by the the phone that way mm-hmm. and talk to each other. And so I'm I'm proud of my sister Jamie for thinking of this and getting it started. I'm proud of all of you. You, you guys have a great way of yeah. expressing fr- uh, friendships I, with each other. I'm thankful. We we have some sickness in my family, and I just need everybody's unspoken name prayers yeah. for two of our people close to me 
have issues and uh, I won't go into the issues but they just need the prayers yeah well you guys have had somebody that has taken care of you and it made you and Larry well just right off the bat with Big Willie's uh, cabbage. <laughs> he has been good about feeding us during yeah. the pandemic. Hasn't that been great? It, it, is. it is. There's it nothing is. like there's nothing like friendships. I know, I know, and we appreciate it. And we have been trying to cook for him. Yeah. Uh, but during this ice and snow thing, you know, we, could we cook haven't it, but we been couldn't out get of it the cooked. house. There wasn't much movement over there where no, you guys live. Our road was treacherous. Yeah. We have two hills and a curve at the top of Jernigan's Hill. Uh-huh. And we, years ago, we did a little dedo in the road and ended up in the ditch on that, that hill. So you did a what? So we a little leery of it. You a did dedo. a what? You don't know what a dedo is. A dedo. Is. <laughs> she was showing you. I wish we was on TV. <laughs> I wish we were, too. <laughs> but back to what y'all were talking about. My former students, mm-hmm. I was real close to all of them. Yep, and I know. I, I, I'm certainly glad of that because I want to mention, uh, we talk about Big Big Willie, and we should, but there's another one, Earl Campbell. Now, he was in the class with Big Willie, a former student, uh, <clears throat> retired postal service worker, mm-hmm. uh, Vietnam veteran. <clears throat> he brought me through Big Willie a dog food sack full of turnips the other day, and I had about four messes of them, and I'm on the last one right now. But thank you, Earl Campbell. And uh, <clears throat> since we're talking about it, I could use some more Earl, but they probably froze. But uh, Earl's, Earl and Willie are two of my former students, and Nikki Bowen, that are really, really good to me. Well, you, you, you've always been real close, uh, knit family, with, with all of uh, your uh, blood family members and, and those outside. But a lot of your um, friendships have carried on because of you being over at Las Casas School and, and, and the principal over there. Well, they have become time. my family because my family was in Kentucky, and uh, they're all gone now. And yeah. we haven't been able to go... We used to go every Thanksgiving to, to Bobby's side of the family, but we hadn't been able to go in, what, three or four years, three, three years, years, because hip surgery one time, ankle surgery, and then we both got sick as a dog the night before one time. So, uh, oh, mercy. We, uh, I hope they have it this year because we really we enjoy going. You know, you're so animated with – you have great subjects that you talk about, but uh, once you get started talking – the whole audience, whether it, it it may be in a big restaurant somewhere like Sylvan Park, and and then everybody's attention just turns to you while while you're relating whatever subject well, it is. Maybe it's because I'm so loud, not so good, but loud. <laughs> you think that could be it? Because I have been corrected a couple times. Well, now I was wanting to mention Pat Hamlin. Yes, she do, she always asks me when you guys are going to be there because she wants to be there. It's it's like going to a theater theater for her. She she wants to uh, just absolutely be somebody in the audience just listening to well, what I was going on. I have told Miss Pat she's one of my favorite people, and uh, we had a storytellers night up at Milton mm-hmm. at the gathering up there, and we did had a guy that was stranded on a ledge on a cliff out in Utah or somewhere for a week, and then I was there. Yeah, I missed that one. And it was good. And yeah. when this pandemic's over, I'm hoping 
that Philip and Alina. Alina will have another one. And I've told Pat Hamlin, I said, oh, you're going to be my guest and sit at my table. And we so want stay to, well, Pat. We want to wish her and James. James, mm -hmm. James is having a hard time. Yeah. And, and he had a, a major surgery uh, weeks ago, and he's still trying to get back to they some type of normality. for healing. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's amazing about prayers, but uh, how many times have I seen them work when a oh, number yeah. of us were praying yeah. for an individual, and all of a sudden it just seemed like a miracle occurs? Jan and I were talking about that on texting the other night. I told her to pray for someone in our family, and I said, intercessory prayers really work. Mm -hmm. And she said, yep. So, you know, they may not be praying, but you're praying for them. So that makes a difference. Well, James Hamlin is sort of like John Stanford. I remember when John Stanford yeah. got sick. We was down on the radio show, and we called Jimmy C. Newman to tell Jimmy C. that John was sick. And Jimmy C. said, he'll be all right. He won tough occasion. Yeah. James Hamlin is one tough customer. So yes, he is. Uh, I mean, he's gone through a lot, but he'll he'll whip this. You wait and see. And I uh, hope to God he does. Yep, me too. We got a couple of birthdays that we noticed on Facebook. Philip Vaught had a birthday this past week. And Geneva McKnight, LaDonna Bell's mother, had a yeah. birthday. And I won't mention their ages. If they want to mention their ages, that's fine. And let's see what else. We Our prayers are with the Texas people. My son Jay and them did not lose power. Good. Thank the Lord. But there were plenty of people that are suffering in Texas. So and remember Oklahoma. them in your prayers. And uh, Bud Mitchell's sister Judy lives between Fort Worth and Dallas. And they did not lose any power at all during all that time. But their across-the-street neighbors did. Yeah, it yeah it's the strangest thing. Yeah. Well, Texas is a little different. They can select their own, their provider. Mm -hmm. And it's not like us. I mean, we get Middle Tennessee elected, and that's it. But out there, they can choose. And I heard where some are getting electric bills for $10,000 this month. Oh, and no they way. They said, well, what you need to do is change providers. Well, it's a little bit too late for that. They need to get in there and fix those turbines that froze up that they were supposed to have done 10 years ago. And, you know, if you got solar power and the sun don't shine, well, you're out of luck. So that's that's the problem in Texas. Some of those people that have those large rates are – did they have heat during the entire process? I, I think they didn't. It wasn't much because the sun wasn't shining. Hmm. That, that sounds strange, doesn't yeah. it? Mm -hmm. Well. I, I would say that there will be some negotiating going on. Well, during, the turbines froze up. And without the sun, the solar panels, I guess they weren't working either. You can say what you want to about energy. But when it all gets right down to it, that old black stuff that comes out of the ground up in eastern Kentucky called coal. Mm -hmm. That's the most reliable heat or, or energy you can get. And we saw we were coming back from, I delivered some sausage. Sunday afternoon, we were coming back, and at the co-op, a train was going by. Mm -hmm. I bet it was at least 100 cars that every one of them was loaded with coal. And you I remember thought, that was just about all we had when we were growing well, sure up. It was. Yeah. And, you know, we'd go down to the coal yard like Hooper but it, in Kentucky yeah. and we'd pick it up 
throw it in the back of the truck and buy it. And uh, but yeah, it, we, of course we didn't. There was no chainsaws or anything cutting wood with back then. But you had to. We had a wood cook stove, so we had to cut a little wood and chop it up fine to put in that cook stove. But throw that old coal in them old warm mornings, and it'd get red all the way to the ceiling. Did you have a place kind of like Mitchell's Grocery, like we did on Woodbury Highway? In the whole neighborhood, when it was winter time, we would all gather around a coal stove. That was Brown's and, stove. And, 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 Buddy yeah. always had <laughs> that fired up board. I mean, it was A&W Grocery is where the older men would go and do that. And when we lived in Michigan, we heated with coal. And I remember the coal truck backing down the side of the house, opening the whatever the window or the chute yeah. and putting coal down in there and we would just shovel it in the furnace and fill it up and it'd heat that two-story house like nothing. Most, most everybody had basements in Detroit. Yeah, and they did here too the during that time. Yeah. And you'd heat it with coal and uh, when I first went to Las Casas, uh, they had just changed our furnace at school from coal to gas. And uh, Fuzz Neville, the old janitor, told me, he said, that was the greatest day in my life. Because Fuzz <laughs> would have to get down there about 4 o'clock in the morning and shovel that coal in there. And every once in a while, we'd have a, a big overgrown boy that was needed to be somewhere other than class, and we'd send him down to shovel some coal, of course. Uh, but... That's just the way it was back then. What and year you know, did I don't you? Anybody ever died from it? What year did you change over from coal? Uh, to I gas? went in '64, so they had just changed it over. So it must have been about '63, two or three. Bill McBroom can probably tell you Friday morning. Yeah, well, say hi to Bill McBroom. He needs somebody to say hi to him well, today. We can do that. Reckon he's listening. I uh, know he's he up. does a lot. I know he's up. Uh, well, he knows that you and Bobby are on today, oh, so well, I'm sure that he's... listening in. He probably... You know, it's amazing, all the guests that I've had, there's always a little group that will ask me, when is Larry and Bobby going to be on? Where, where, when is Greg Tucker going to be on? Uh, Ronnie and, and Jan, and and uh, it just goes on and on. Of course, they, the Fridays is... Uh, Locked in with John Blankenship, yeah. driving all the way from Sparta Florida. during this bad weather to yeah. be on the show. I told you this morning at the restaurant that I try not to give you too many compliments because I'm afraid it'll go to your head. Well, you didn't give me one. You well, gave my guest one. Well, all right. <clears throat> I, I have listened more to this other thing. Yeah. And I'll have to say that uh, Greg Tucker is always interesting. He's, yesterday he was telling about some things that happened in history yeah. that I didn't know about. Yeah. And uh, I talked. The emancipation to was yeah. a big part and, of it. Uh, and, of course, Ted Beatty is always a great guest. Oh, Bud isn't Mitchell. it great? Yeah. And uh, you had the Butch Camel and the new superintendent scoop. Mm -hmm. And I was really impressed with Trey Duke. And uh, if I'd have been on the board, I don't know whether I'd have voted for him or somebody else. But if I'd have voted for somebody else, it would have been a big mistake on my part because he really impressed me. We are so blessed to have all this great talent right here in Rutherford County. You don't have to go to Indiana to get one. I mean, it's here. 
You're you're going way way back when you're mentioning that particular <laughs> I <know>. person. I know. <laughs> I know. I can go way back. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's go back to Bobby. Yes, I want to listen to her. Let me finish and then y'all. Okay. Let me finish and then y'all can argue. Uh, I want. We failed to list list our uh, listeners that listen most of the time. Stephanie Dawson, Texas. We hope mm-hmm. that she did not lose power. She listens to us. And Sarah Turner uh, here, she listens to us. She's kind of homebound during this pandemic, mm-hmm. plus the ice and the snow. Mindy Fowler, I guess it wasn't cold enough for her here. She went to Colorado. So and now she's stuck. <laughs> but anyway, I think she's back and had a safe trip. Let me see. We were finally able to get out our road Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and I'm back driving. My foot is doing really, really good. I thank everybody for the prayers. And we had a good breakfast at Sylvan Park this morning. Mm-hmm. I want to thank them for that and thank Adam's Place for this nice facility for the radio program. Isn't it nice? It's and so comfortable here. And we had our second here. COVID shot yesterday, and mm-hmm. we want to compliment Cannon County. They had some kind of guardsman there doing the preliminary paperwork. Mm -hmm. And we drove up there, drove through, got our shot. Have to wait 15 minutes to make sure you don't have a reaction. Our appointment was at 1040. We We got there 30 minutes early and we went right through. And we were, after our wait, we waited about 20 minutes. We were back home before our appointment was ever supposed to be up. Wow. So it's, and thanks to last Cassis Drugs, they're giving the COVID shot, and people like Miss Turner that don't get very far from home, she got hers at Last Cassis Drugs. So Sandy and Ashley and all that group down there, uh, that's where I get my medicine, and if I, they take care of me, and uh, we they're taking care of a lot of people. Yeah, I was on the list at Rutherford County and on the list at Cannon County and on the list at Last Cassis Drug because we are both high risk, and I just wanted to have our names out there, and Cannon County called us first. So, you know, and it's closer to home, and we've got a readable address, so we qualified, and uh, it was it was neat, and this is our second day, 24 hours has gone by, and no effects whatsoever. Well, we've lost our hearing, <laughs> but I don't <laughs> yeah. think the coke shot had anything well, to do with you. You didn't just lose it, believe me. <laughs> we've been going deaf for a long time now. Now, you've got hearing aids, uh, Larry. She does, too. I got one. She's got two because she's twice as important as me. Well, I, I would agree. There's something about, I think Jan takes after you in almost all areas, except she's very bright like Bobby is. And, and I, 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 you know, I'm always bragging on her. Uh, to, I know, but, you know, that kind of set put me down on a lower level, and I've, I'm the one that's got three degrees from MTSU. But I had don't to arrest you one time. You sure A lot did. of people don't and realize that. Let me that. tell you, my grandchildren are still traumatized over that. They, they won't never forget that. It's one of the best days of my life. I bet it was. <laughs> <laughs> and John Brown, too. Good old John. Yeah, Brown. yeah. John was the one that actually read the he warrant to me you. and they were a little tight. Yeah. Bless his heart. You know, it, it's, it's nice that people... When you do something like that and call attention to someone 
even with this, it, it, it was done for, for a fun thing. I mean, it, it was a, a joke on you at the time. And But when people care enough about you to do something that goes beyond, and uh, I think most of the people that were there didn't realize what was going on, which kind of shocked me a little bit. Well, it I thought somebody me, I didn't either, but they had uh, somebody from every year of graduating class mm -hmm. to get up and say something. Well, the 69 group selected Mr. William Davenport. <laughs> and that, that scared me. Big Willie. Hopkins. We didn't know what might come out of Big Willie's mouth, but he, he, he told it like it was. I'll yeah. put it that way. And he did a great job. He did. He did. You know, Big, Big Willie has got a lot of your characteristics in a lot of ways. And one of the things that he does for people like you and, and, and Bobby he takes care of people all in that neighborhood he over does. there. The day that he brought cabbage, he cooked a big old pot, and he gave me enough for two two sentences. He gave Doolittle some, carried Mr. Saul some, and somebody else, and he wound up getting just a little of what was left. But uh, mm -hmm. and Now, when he cooks cabbage, he cooks a lot. But he, uh, it's, people eat a lot because it's so good. You remember I asked you next time he brings over. Well, I never know whether you're kidding or not, and I didn't figure you ate <laughs> I never know when I'm kidding or not. I know you That's don't. That's two of us. <clears throat> Let's see. What is this? Break time. Jan Stewart. I know To her. you, Bobby. Y'all were talking about our snow earlier. Here's, here's a picture of us sledding down Jernigan's Hill. Oh, gosh. Way oh, yes. back in the day. Yes. Lots of love. Well, I tell you, back in those days, Jimmy McKnight was involved in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, LDAG was involved. Terry Wilson was involved. Glenn Hollisworth was probably involved. Uh, it's well, it's one we had got killed. We walked to Jernigan's Hill from our house and slid down, then walked back up, slid down, and it was a fun time. But this was back when there was less traffic. I, I'm having a hard time picture which one is Jernigan's Hill. The first Where hill the you go Where the event over. center is. Yeah. That okay. hill. Okay. All right. And it comes down there at, at Bowles Driveway. It's not like Tiger Hill, though. No. Oh, no, But we were no, talking no. about Guy James Hill, Mike Lovelace, and some of us down to the rest of this morning. We used to go out there, and <clears throat> I don't know how we did that without Guy James charging us something, but... Uh, We'd get whatever we could get, and if you could make it all the way to the highway, you were the champ. And uh, Mr. Dehoff is down this morning said he got an old car hood and went down one day, and he made when he hit the gravel road that hood stopped, but he didn't. <laughs> so that wound up his sledding. Actually, we uh, got polio over there at Guy James's over there at that river. Is that right? Yeah, you know where the oh yeah you could yeah. dive down in that river. Uh -huh. A bunch of us got polio d during that particular time. Well, I always thought that that was safe. Now, my mama wouldn't let me drink out of the water fountain at the bank. Do y'all hear music? Yes, yep. I do. Are we having a break? I have no idea. It's kind it's of strange, isn't it? It's pretty nice uh, music. It is. We, we must have switched chasings. All right. We are going to take a break. That's what I figured. <laughs> Keep the music going. I love it. From NHC's Adams Place, home 
home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. Whether it's a loan for a car you need to get to work or saving for the future, let us see if we can help. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Rutherford, Bedford, or Marshall Counties, you can be a member of Heritage South. Visit our website, heritagesouth.org, to learn more. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, gentlemen. Start your new year off right, prioritizing your health with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center. They exclusively specialize in men's wellness and follow strict medical guidelines for your health and safety. They are one of the leading men's medical providers in the country. Low T Center has reinvented the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone. It starts with an annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment so that you'll know all of the numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed weight gain, and a loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Book your annual wellness exam today at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and B. BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudstireProsTN.com. What's the best kept secret in Murfreesboro? Well, it's Steered Straight Thrift Store, a nonprofit company where every purchase has a purpose to help fight addiction and suicide and educate our youth, parents, and the community on the dangers of drugs. Come see us at 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, Sunday on 12 to 5. Our phone number is 615-396-8987. God bless. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe. Tell us what your vision was like before the surgery. When a car came from the opposite direction, pretty much blinded me. And you chose multi-powered lens implants that give you vision from near to far. Correct. What's your vision like now? Here I am sitting on the couch reading a book without glasses. When did you first start to wear glasses? Seven or eight years old, and I'm over 70. Now I'm walking around without any glasses. McCabe Vision Center. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Following record-breaking cold and winter storms that forced the cancellation of more than 10,000 blood and platelet donations in parts of the country, the American Red Cross is urging healthy individuals, especially those with type O blood, to give now to ensure blood products are available for patient emergencies. Make an appointment by downloading the Red Cross Blood Donor app. Visit redcrossblood.org. Call 1-800-RED-CROSS or enable the blood donor skill on any Alexa Echo device. And Governor Bill Lee says Tennessee's economy is strong. 
While speaking to the National Federation of Independent Businesses Monday, the governor said the next year or two of economic growth could be significant in Tennessee. He said being a small business owner himself, many of the decisions he makes balance the coronavirus outbreak with regulations and economic impact. The application deadline has been extended to March 5th, so that soon-to-be high school seniors could benefit from a personal development, civic education, and community engagement initiative in Rutherford County. Youth Leadership Rutherford focuses on real-world topics and explores issues of leadership within the context of that subject. Applications must be submitted by 4.30 p.m. on Friday, March 5th for the 2021-22 school year. There's a link and more details on our website, WGNSRadio.com. The Tennessee Department of Health says a dozen people have now died from weather-related incidents this month. On Monday, the TDH updated the death toll from last week's winter storms to 12 victims. There was one death in Williamson County, one in Lawrence, and one in Dixon County. Other deaths happened in Sumner, Murray, Overton, McNary, and Shelby counties. When news breaks, we tweet it. Follow us at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Leon Daniels, the host of The Truth Will Set You Free on WGNS every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m., strongly recommends you contact the inspired men of God concerning the peril times in which we live. Check out the Beyond Today website for biblical understanding of today's events for a better biblical comprehension for today and beyond. We are blessed. One of the presenters lives in our community. Gary Petty, pastor of the local congregation. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro, offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Enjoy gentle joint exercise in the indoor pool, our soda shop, and many planned activities and trips for every taste. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Good neighbor weather. You see mostly sunny skies here for this afternoon with a high into the lower 60s. West winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight mostly clear and a low near 39. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 47. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Oh, yes. Yeah, I forgot about him. All right, welcome back with Bobby and Larry, and I think it's your time, Larry. Well, she said she was through, uh-huh. but she's not. Oh, There's one person we forgot, and she needs to mention yes. this guy. Our friend Frank Hayes is in his late 80s, mid-80s. Oh, he's 90s. in his 90s. 90s? Yes. Okay, he... He fell. He said he fell and broke his hip. Oh, really, no. Really, his hip broke and he fell. In that order is the way I understand it. And he's at uh, the Veterans Home out at VA. They did his uh, hip replacement here. And he's out at VA at the Veterans Home taking rehab right now. And his wife, Barbara, 
is uh, a semi-invalid, mm -hmm. and sh they both need our prayers right now. He's wanting to go home and take care of Barbara. She's wanting to go out there and be with him, and I hope something works out that they can get together and heal together. There's Barbara no, Hayes and yeah. Frank Hayes. There's no reason in the world they can't adjust whatever they need to have That's out there. Thought, you talk you know. about somebody that was in World War II. We have, we've had so many great veterans that were in that particular war, and there's still a very few around. But yeah. they are really, really special. And I think she qualifies to go out there with him. I know of another couple from my old church. He was out there, and she was able to go out there with him because she was in the same shape as Barbara. She needed help doing everything. And so uh, Miss Hickson was out there. Even though her husband passed away, she got to mm -hmm. stay. So. Oh. You Just know, imagine take care of their veterans. if we have to have hip replacement, how rough it is. Now, Frank lost a leg in World War II. Yeah. And, you know, as many years as I have known him, me neither. I, I didn't even realize he had. He jumped on my grandson's bicycle down at Haynes Chapel Church and rode around mm -hmm. the parking lot, came back, and he said, boy, have you ever seen a one-legged man ride a bicycle? I did not know until that day. But, uh, I mean, he he had it pretty rough over there yes, in World he War II. And he certainly has paid his dues. And uh, if they get Barbara out there, they'd both be happy. And that they both be. need to be right there. You know, he, he, there's uh, World War II memorabilia over at the courthouse now. And he's the one that uh, it, uh, donated all of that well, to, 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 sure to the county. He's got some. An old Rockvale boy. Yeah. And he's still a Rockvale boy. And you know, will some, always will be like Homer Brown was. and uh, you know. Some of the young people nowadays uh, don't know the history of these yeah. wars. How young these guys were that went, like 17, 18. Some of them lied about their age oh, I know. to get in. And I think we were remiss by not teaching American history, world history. Yeah. We need we need to get the history back in focus because some of these young people are being indoctrinated to the fact that people are starting the rumor that the Holocaust was a hoax. Yeah. And we're losing our survivors of that era. They're all dying out. And all you need to do is go to Washington, D.C. and go through the Holocaust Museum to get a rude awakening of what happened and be aware that it can still happen today. We're in a, uh, and I'm done we're in an era where respect is not offered as much as it used to be when we were all growing up. And, and and I really hate that. I hate the the divisions that are going on in this community and and across the country. Really less in this community, but there's there's still uh, little spots around here in Rutherford County where um, um, things that really um, are pushing people apart in this community and and they want to live off of that and it, it just doesn't make any it's, sense at it's all it's ridiculous it is uh, ridiculous we uh i don't know i don't uh, respect our daddies made us have respect mm -hmm. i remember 
just as well as if it was yesterday. There was somebody that came to our house, and, and I wasn't as respectful as my daddy thought I should have been. I said, yeah, or something. And my daddy said, son, it's yes, sir, and no, sir. I said, I don't even know who he is. He's not a teacher or anything. Daddy said, let me give you a rule to go by, son. If it's an adult, you say yes, sir, and no, sir. And yeah. that's, that's stuck with me. And uh, I played basketball at MTSU with a guy from Illinois. And he in high school, he was a great split receiver in football. Mm. Barry Bryant at Alabama came to recruit him. And he didn't take him. And he inquires why he didn't. And Barry said, son, you didn't say yes, sir, and no, sir, to me. But that's just, in Illinois, they just didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, Terry wasn't trying to be disrespectful. He just doing what he always did. But Barry Bryant wouldn't take him because he wasn't respectful. That's a blessing to grow up in families where they do teach respect. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I don't know how we've gotten away from some of that. I, I my kids will say, uh, no, sir, and yes, sir, and all that other stuff. And Mine do. So yeah. I think it, uh, we pass it on from generation to generation. Right. I hope our kids pass it on, but i got a feeling some of them, well, it's sort of like that old Joey Fick song, and he was part of Joey and Rory, and Rory, Joey died, and all. he wrote a song called about when kids were raised with a Bible and a belt, mm -hmm. and that's that's what we were raised, you know. My daddy never got to go to church because he was too busy finishing the milk. And he'd say, son, if you don't behave in church, I'm going to wear you out and you get home. Now, my reward for behaving in church was I didn't get the tobacco stick or the belt or the plow line or whatever. Yeah. And, and I worked hard for that. Now, I might not have worked that hard for a sucker, but uh, I worked hard to keep getting that belt or plow line or whatever daddy had handy. You never did spank Janie, did you? But she has, she has, I, I mean, she always says yes, sir, and no, sir. And I, I know Jay has always uh, done that when he's around me. And uh, um, Well, we had it, to it, 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 it has come back, and I'm sure that probably Bobby did a lot of She's that. She's kicking me. Let her go. <laughs> yeah. Turn her loose to her. No, no. I just want to say... Larry was the disciplinarian at mm -hmm. Las Casas, kindergarten through eighth. Mm -hmm. When the kids at home, I was the disciplinarian. Uh -oh. He just threw away the paddle when he came through the door. I was the one that had to pick it up. And they were, they were good kids, and they did their part. They had their jobs. And I told them they both played basketball, and I mm -hmm. said, you all help me in the house, and you can join whatever sports you want. So Jan washed the dishes, cleared the table. Jay took out the garbage, the took care of the dogs. And, you know, it taught them to work hard, but they couldn't get along sometimes. That's the way it is in families. <laughs> well, supposed to be. Brothers and sisters, so, they never get I along. I know, I know, and I, I just, I spanked them both because I didn't know who started it. So I spanked them both, and Jan looked at me one time and said, Mama, is that child abuse? <laughs> and I said, No, honey. I'll let you know when it is. <laughs> they rode to but, school with me, of course, every morning. And one morning they was in their little snits arguing with each other, and, and I always told them, when I walk out that door, I'm going to school. Well, I left them. Mm -hmm. Their mother had to bring them to school, and that was not a pleasant experience, according to Jane. So the, from then on, when I walked out the door, they was right behind me. 
They didn't want. They didn't want to stir Mama up because she had the place she needed to be too. But you were pretty tough on them at at school now, well, because it's my understanding that you did not want anyone to believe that she was getting special treatment well, from, from I told you. I, I didn't want my kids singled out for any kind of special treatment. And the other kids didn't know Jay was my son. I remember Greg McKnight. One day Jay was sick, and I went to check on him, and he said something about Daddy. And Greg said, I didn't know he was your daddy. And they were in like the sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And uh, But uh, Jan was always willing to share her uh connection uh-huh uh, she she thought she might get a little extra by doing that but uh she didn't she called him she didn't call him mr stewart she called him Didi. 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 you're talking about Wait a minute. That, that's a girl Didi. Dee no d-i-d-d-y -D 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 she wouldn't say that oh oh i got you i got you geneva mac night while ago and i couldn't get a word in she she sure, certainly, a lot of people don't look their age. I hope I'm one of them, but Geneva certainly don't. And she's been the crossing guard, traffic guard at, at Hobgood School forever. And uh, she she is one of the best that there are, I guarantee you. Who's calling? I don't know. Caller, welcome aboard with Bobby Hello, and... how are you today? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-huh, Mr. Stewart, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? Good, wonderful. This is Tanya McKnight. Uh-huh. Remember you mighty well. You do? Yeah, and that old, that old husband of yours, you still got him around? Of course, of course. Well, you, better, you better keep him now. He's a good catch. Well, thank you, thank you. I've Mr. always Stewart, said... Um, I, was, I was one of your, um, your favorites. You went out on the limb for me and got that three-point uh, line put in uh, for me. You know what? I made the statement when I had to pay to get them painted. I said, they won't be a one made in this gym, and you got ten the first game we played. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. <laughs> Those were the good old days, wasn't they? They were. They were. Yes, sir. But I hear you uh, on here talking about your children. I love your um, uh, Miss Jan. She and I, we cut up every time we see each other. Oh, well, yeah. I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, if you're, got, if you're a Mac Knight, you come from good stock. Well, you thank you very be. much. Thank you. I have to give that to my parents, Buster and Ida McKnight, they That's raised right. us well. Yes, yep. sir. Yes, And sir. I can remember the first year uh, I was principal at Lash Cassis, your daddy and all them other McKnights, we'd play so uh, volleyball down in the gym, and they'd go uh -huh. home and they'd make them a net out of hay strings and stuff, stretch them across <laughs> the road and play. Paul hey, and all I wouldn't that doubt it. I would not doubt it, but I just wanted to come on here and say hello, and it was a pleasure having you as my principal. I tell you, I've learned a lot from you. So I appreciate you calling, and I still think a lot of you, honey. Thank you. I hey, I think a lot of you as well. So you Thank take you. care. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Isn't that nice? 
Good you, people. You, they they make your life after uh, last cash of school really really special, yeah, don't they? Yeah. But the special days was when I was there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I remember it well. I I fussed. I think it cost seventy-five dollars to get those three-point lines put uh, painted in that old gym. What year was that? Oh gosh, I don't know. She can tell you because she had the first game we played. She got ten. And we played Walter Hill, I remember that, and during the day. And uh, But uh, I don't know. I thought, boy, this is stupid, but it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to basketball, that and the shot clock. Now, Jimmy Montgomery was always already gone during that oh, time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Monk graduated in 63. And uh, they did, that didn't come in. Well, we already had lost to high school, so it had been after 72, and we were a K-8. Uh, and I don't think Jay graduated. I don't think it was a three-point shot when he played. But uh, it's, Jeff Jordan can tell you exactly because I've asked him uh, the time. <coughs> but uh, it was it was good. Now, it, did they have the three-point shot in Kentucky before we have it? No. <coughs> I think that was a national rule. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, So you, you never did have that? No. Uh, as a matter of fact, in Kentucky, when I was in high school, there was no girls' basketball. Yeah, you told uh, me that, and that just didn't seem... girl got killed. Now, my mama played basketball. She graduated in 34, and uh, <coughs> she played. And then they cut it out, and they started it back. And I got a picture of, you know, my sister, the little girl we raised. I told mm -hmm. her died three years ago. Her daughter sent us a picture of her son, Isaiah, He's in high school at Hickman County, where I graduated from. Mm -hmm. A picture of him dunking the basketball. And he's not a big kid, but, buddy, he could get up. And uh, I, I sent word back. I said, I'm proud of you for being able to dunk, but work on that jump shot. That's where the points will come from. Now, how would you compare Kentucky basketball in high school back then to uh, Tennessee basketball it, during that particular period? As far as I, I can compare it to the basketball at Union City and South Fulton and like that because we were close. Yeah. Kentucky was a whole lot better because more people got to play. We had a B team, had a freshman team, even the little school that I went to uh, because there was no preliminary games for girls. Mm -hmm. So you'd have a B team game and then you'd have a varsity game. And when I was a freshman, I played on a B team. And if you were good enough, you could also play in the varsity. Yeah. And I was – pretty good so I'd get to play on the varsity one night I had a pretty good night I thought and I didn't get chosen to be on the varsity well when the game was over my daddy said son why didn't you play on the varsity I said coach didn't pick me so daddy went to him the coach and I saw him talking daddy nodded his head and what had happened the coach said I didn't like Larry's attitude this week in practice that's why he didn't get to play and my daddy said I'll take care of that and buddy from then on old Larry had a pretty good attitude but that's that's what it took. Well, you know, sometimes it just carries over. But I don't know how many times Bobby has told me that you've had a bad attitude from time to oh, time. Oh, I'm sure she has. I'm sure she has. But uh, well, when he was teaching, mm -hmm. he had a problem with taking off his teaching persona yeah. when he walked through the door. So he continued teaching when he walked through the door, and I said, you've got to remember you're not principal here. Oh, uh, that well, was deemed, obvious. Well, I deemed the head, head knocker there at home. When I got home, I was about fourth. 
If we had a dog, that's fifth. You know, I, I, I love that. I mean, y'all have the best relationship of just about anybody that well, I we run have into. Our moments. After oh, you, we have nearly our 60 moments. years. But you're always honest with each other. <laughs> After about 60 years of marriage, I have learned the best thing to do is just let her think she's right and go on. Yeah. And it, it's, it's safer that way. Well, y'all are so interesting. Just like I still believe that people who have done. A, a tremendous amount over and above for communities, they should have little statues made out of them. And so I think it, you are kind of like, let me think about it, Clark Kent in Metropolis. There is a oh, statue of Superman <laughs> in Metropolis. Yeah, Where you, you go there, I mean, it, it, it's amazing. And I know that you have to visit that every time you go up there. We, well, we, we go see it. Yeah. Uh, have her picture made. You stick your head in a hole, and then it looks like you're, you're Superman. But yeah. the Superman, the show, was based in Metropolis. Yes, it was. It was. The, That's why Metropolis the, the TV show. It's called a Superman City. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why Bobby likes going up there because is. she mentioned she can relate. To see that she can statue. relate to yeah. Lois Lane. It has yeah. nothing yeah. to Superman. do with the gambling. I just love to see that statue. I know that's why you go up there. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to get to go right through Paducah, Kentucky, and uh, you can stop at uh, what's that mall, Kentucky Oaks Mall, and get yeah. all the Kentucky memorabilia you want. And uh, we just love to go, you know, for the scenery. They've now, got a store in the Kentucky Oaks Mall, or they did have. Mm -hmm. I haven't been there in a while. That just sold the University of Kentucky memorabilia. Yeah. And it, oh, they had everything. Had everything. After the season they're having this year, they may not be selling much. Well, I tell you what, they're coming along now. Yeah. Uh, ten Tennessee got they the, you know Tennessee what beat out of them the other That's, night. I really like Tennessee basketball. Oh, I, I did didn't when they was beating us, you know, when Ray Mears was there. But uh, I really like Rick Barnes and, and his players. And I, I don't particularly like Kentucky because I don't think they play basketball. They play like you're playing in a pickup game somewhere. Yeah. But anyway, and the Tennessee girls, they beat South, South Carolina, and I was so happy. In the Almost next, beat Connecticut. They should have beat yeah, Connecticut. They had the that game won. The game, they let Georgia beat them and couldn't throw one out the door. But, but you know, she, Kelly, Jolly, I, uh, I, I like to go by their uh, maiden name. Kelly Jolly is still, I think, going to be one of the best coaches in the nation. She, she, follow, right. she follows her, her hero or her I heroine. You're right. Uh, I'm you like who, you. I tell you who I'm impressed with, Arkansas. I yeah, they've come along. Yeah. Hey, they've got some good players. That that coach, Mr. Neighbors, Coach Neighbors over there, he's brought them from the bottom of, I think they're ranked like 14th now. Mm -hmm. And they've got some girls that can really, really play. Yeah. And they've got five of them. They don't have just one or two. Like Kentucky's girls has got one. But they've got five. Uh, they're They're good. Tell, tell me about MTSU baseball right now because the season has started. Right. I mean, it doesn't feel like baseball season. It started it, yesterday. Yeah, all right. And they've got, uh, they had to cancel the game Sunday. Mm -hmm. But it started yesterday, and they've got a doubleheader today. And then Wednesday, Murray State comes in here. Yeah. And we've got some connections with Murray State because Bob Gardner, 
who was, well, didn't play with me at MTSU, but he was there yeah. in Ellsville. And then he taught for me for years. His grandsons, both of them, are playing for Murray State. Uh, his oldest grandson, Sam, he went to Alabama first and mm-hmm. played down there, got his got his degree and transferred as a graduate transfer to Murray. So he he pitches, but he won't pitch here because the good pitcher always pitches on the weekend, same way with the MTSU, ever who that is. Mm-hmm. But the other one is an outfielder. He'll he'll be here. I don't know where to play. But anyway, uh, I'm going over there tomorrow, and I'm going to meet Bob and Emily. I've got some tickets, and they, they don't have tickets. They could probably get them, but I said, I've got three. You just come sit with me. I'll stay a while, and it's going to be pretty. So uh, I'm not uh, going to be in the 60s. I'm not quite ready to go over there and sit on those harp seats. Yet. No. Well, I'm you sit. Don't you have we, those uh, 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 normal seats that are close to the uh, field? Yes. Not not the ones that you have to sit on an old hard. Well, the lip chairs we got, they're not padded. They're not like the basketball. But uh, we're close. I'm anxious to see if we got a local kid playing. Jimbo Vincent works with Jan at Calvary Bank, our Pinnacle Bank. His son, Luke, uh, plays, and uh, we've got some some more from Siegel and some of this. We've got a lot of local boys to play. Well, um, let's get back to basketball a little bit. We haven't mentioned Rick Ensel. Rick Ensel was one of the best coaches in the nation, as we know, uh, the girls' basketball. Got a really good team, and uh, you were mentioned Deb Ensel, who, who uh, ha- has the insurance. and She's over in Bedford County, sure. I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I think I think I saw her out somewhere. I didn't even recognize well, her. She looked, like, she looked like Marilyn Monroe. Well, according to my wife, I didn't know this, but she's on, lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And she put a picture on Facebook, and Anne Marie Lanning, who's one of the prettiest girls I've ever seen in my life, yeah. commented about how beautiful Deb Incel was. And I thought, buddy, coming from Anne Marie, that means something. And yeah. So, but anyway, she was a yeah. great guard for MTSU. She yeah, really right. was. Yes, she was. Uh, anyway, that's uh, I've, I, we've got to see one basketball game this year, and uh, it was a men's game. On, uh, they played Charlotte. Anyway, and we played really good. And and I thought that night, I said, "Well, we've turned a corner. We're going to be good." And then the next game, they went back to their old tricks and stuff, and, and hadn't lost, but. Uh, the girls, and I haven't seen them play because of the whatever, but uh, they're really good. And now, we've got one superstar, but we've got four or five or six that chip in and do their part. So it's not like Kentucky or something. They would kind of be rated fours, wouldn't they, instead of? Yeah. Well, uh, we beat Western. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Twice. Yes. First yes. time. That's happened in a long time. But this first time we've played on back-to-back nights mm-hmm. you know usually it's, we'll play up there and then they'll come to us but now with all the pandemic and the travel and stuff we're just playing two games in one weekend and uh and we've you know you got some think, games canceled because of the covid so uh, i think the covid has made a big impact on sports especially something like basketball where you have to constantly practice and train and and keep in shape I, i've never seen the sport of basketball so inconsistent like it has this been this year. This is the worst year I've, I've ever seen basketball. Well, what gets yeah. me, like, mid-March is when we have the conference. Yeah. 
how are they going to rate these teams that haven't played their games? You know, are they going to be rated right. on the games that they've played or, I don't know, or overall wins? I just don't know how well, they're going <clears> to <throat> figure out who plays who in the conference if we're even going to have conference. They've got yeah. a system in place, I'm sure. It'll be like in football. They did everything in the world to get Ohio State in the, in the football playoff, you yeah. know, as well as I do. Uh, I they played, folks played, what, eight games, and they played four or something yeah. like that. And they'll do the same thing in basketball, depending on who you are and what big conference you're from. But yeah. uh, there's uh, – and I tell you what, there's some teams like Kentucky, Duke, that have been struggling, but Duke is coming on. And you can always coach Kale, have him ready. And Calipari, he's, he's, he's beating some people now that's really going <clears> to <throat> mess up the brackets that they've already got planned out. You know, I was, I, I don't watch tennis that much, but I was watching the, the, the tournaments down in, in Australia. Yeah. And you know the, the stands, the fans, it, they were side by side. I mean, that place was packed. And just the sound of the enjoyment coming from the fans and supporting the athletes that are out there playing, it makes all the difference in the world. It's just like there's nothing going on if uh, the, this virus, the way that they're treating it here, uh, to me it's gone over and above uh, what's been needed. I and so. I, I've never been a proponent of how it's been handled anyway. But uh, and I know that people can be affected by it, but to just cancel out their participation of of the fans being there and and supporting their team, it just it really does bother me because I, it, I I'm not as interested in it if they don't have that support. I don't think anybody is, and and look at the university side, all the money that they had coming in. It's not coming in anymore. Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody could go Except to the game. Except for television. And, uh, well, see, the conference like Conference USA don't get that many TV games anyway. Yeah. No concession stand. And, uh, I mean, they're hurt. They've still got to travel. But uh, they don't have to travel as much because of the way their way their schedule is and they're playing back-to-back -back games. But uh, they're hurt. This country has changed the framework of just about everything by giving in to it, and I, it, I'm, I, I just, it just, it bothers me. It really does. And 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 my physician has even said the mental effect of what's going on with everything changing out is as bad or worse than what's going on with the disease itself. Sort of like the wagon pushing the team. Yeah. The the players, especially at pro sports. The players determine everything anymore. And I don't understand if I was an owner and, and you know, one says, like Kyrie Irving says, I'm not going to play tonight, I don't yeah. feel. Then he wouldn't play, but he wouldn't play anymore if I was an owner. But that's that's one problem that we've got, and that don't have anything to do with the virus. That's just uh, sports, that pro sports, pro athletes that think they're more important than they really are. And I think it's bothering the fan support, too, because if you look at the ratings for something like the NBA, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. People are not watching it anymore. But, but you, watch look it. how many millions of dollars 
because of television. Television is what rules the, everything and right now. It don't have a lot to do with the sport. It's got a lot to do with the players and their agendas. Yeah. You know, I don't want to turn it on and watch somebody promoting their agenda. You get out there and you play basketball and you do what you're supposed to do and keep your mouth shut like it used to be. Yeah. Like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Wilt and Bill Russell and all played every day. I remember one game, and, of course, this wasn't the way it was, but uh, Larry Bird decided he'd play left-handed. And he got about 30 points. Of course, it wasn't all left-handed, but he said, yeah. I'm saving my right hand for the Lakers. Well, they were, they were battles when those two teams got together. You remember when Larry Bird was asked, does it bother him not to be the highest-paid athlete playing basketball? He said, no, it doesn't bother me at all. And he said, when I retire, see who's got the most money. That's right. And it, it, it's just uh, we we build them up I into a level that that they don't have to. Uh, uh, ha uh, they're honored so much that it, it goes all the way up there yeah. to them. And, 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 and you're playing a sport. It, it's something that you've enjoyed playing game. your your whole life. And to be paid $20, $30, million, $40,000,000 a year to play basketball, yeah. I mean, it just, it, it, at least in football, I still don't believe they, they earn that money either uh, as far as the amount. But the injury problems that they have, in the pro level, yeah. uh, it, it shortens their uh, retirement time. Well, sure it does. And but uh, you know that's just that's just the way it is. The shoe companies and the uniform companies they're a lot at fault. Yeah. They'll pay a girl 20 cents an hour to work in the Nike shoe factory down in Mexico, wherever, yeah. and then pay uh, Tiger Woods 40 million dollars to wear their shoes. Well, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we've kind of gone. A, a little bit out of sort. LDAG, who will be gone from us 11 years next month, he used to say, Nike don't give me anything, and I guarantee you I sell more Nike shoes than Tiger Woods does. And and he did uh, because advertising. And they yeah. wasn't any better than a Converse. The old Converse All-Stars, we used to wear them for three years. Uh, but uh, the, the, the people made the pro athletes think they're better than what they are. Yeah, and that's a well, shame. Look at how many of them have gone broke. And I'm not saying that LeBron or any of them, but, you know, if you don't take care of your resources while you're making them, and then you've got these hanger-on that hang around you wanting this and wanting that and pulling at you, a lot of these pro athletes can't make it in retirement. They have no money. Yeah. They've wasted it. Well, we're out of time. Is Do you want to say any goodbyes or hellos or what before we leave? Mindy Fowler. We want to say hi to Mindy again because she's our buddy. Yeah. You've got a lot of buddies. I do. I do. But Mindy's one one of the old, older friends of ours. We, we call her Mork. Yeah, Mark. 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 Mark and Mindy. Her and, I and, and Bobby's sister that came down here to live with us, worked at State Farm. They were buddies. Yeah. So uh, Mark would come out and she could eat more fried okra than anybody I yeah. ever saw. Well, we were going to say goodbye to all our friends and yes. absolutely enjoyed it.
Hey, hon. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.